welcome to Business Over a Brew, the show where we talk business with some of the Riverbend's most interesting and influential business people, all while enjoying a nice brew at the Great Rivers Tap and Grill inside the Best Western Premier Hotel in Alton. In this episode, we'll talk with Alton Main Street Executive Director Sarah McGibbony. She'll tell us about the road that led to her becoming Executive Director of Alton Main Street and why local business is so vital to the Riverbend community. It's the Business Over a Brew podcast from the Great Rivers Tap and Grill in Alton. Welcome to Business Over a Brew. I'm your host, Nick Dar. Pleased to be joined in this episode by Sarah McGibbony. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Hey, Appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. No problem. <laughs> well, just start here. Tell us a little bit about uh, uh, who you are and what do you do? Well, my name's Sarah McGibbony. I'm the executive director of Alton Main Street. We are a group that is uh, mainly volunteers, and we really just work to promote and improve downtown Alton. Uh, we do that through all kinds of social events, economic vitality type of uh, projects, and also beautification efforts. So we're trying to make downtown look as good as we can. We're trying to give people reasons to come downtown to shop and dine and be entertained. And we are also trying to, you know, really spur business development in downtown Alton by promoting the businesses that are already there and recruiting new businesses to come into the district. I think 99% of the people watching this are going to be familiar with who you are and what you do, but uh, I'm not sure everybody knows where, where did you grow up in the area? Where did you grow up? What was your childhood like? Oh yeah. I was born and raised in Alton. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Went to St. Ambrose and Marquette and uh, went away for college, went to Illinois state And then after college, I lived in Kansas City for a few years and then lived in St. Louis for a few years. And then I started trying to uh, look for homes and saw what you could get on that side of the river river versus this side Mm -hmm. of the river. And I thought, I'm going to go ahead and move back to my hometown. So, (laughs) What did you study at Illinois State? Public relations. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And how did you come about the position of executive director for, for Main Street? Well, at the time, I actually had a little music shop and a... art shop down on Broadway in Mineral Springs Mall. And the director of uh, Alton Marketplace at the time uh, came in and and told us all about the organization and uh, thought it was really cool right from the start. And then not long after, the position opened up. And it was funny, my mom actually clipped it out of the paper and mailed it to me and said, this is your new job. You have to apply for this job. So thanks, mom, for uh, finding my new career for me. (laughs) Kind of shows how long ago it was she mailed it to you. Nobody nobody does that anymore. (laughs) Today, it would have been a, a, a Facebook message or right. a, an email or something like that. So um, it's really been uh, – and how long ago was that? When did you take the job? Twelve and a half years. Twelve and a half years. Yeah. Man, what an incredible twelve and a half years it's been. Just talk about some of the changes. The, the, more than changes, I think it's been a, a community transformation really in the last twelve and a half years. Oh, it really definitely has been. I mean, really the first – few years of my job, I almost had to stop people from laughing when I was explaining to them that downtown Alton could be awesome again. Right. You know, it was a hard sell back then. It really was. I mean, we had Third Street. A lot that more was businesses hopping. leaving than Oh, than for sure. In. Yeah. I mean, historically, you know, having all the industry leave and everything, Alton was mm-hmm. just kind of in a, a funk, you know, really in a, a bad self-esteem place about what we'd lost. And we had not yet turned the corner to think about what we could become. Um, you know, we did have some pioneers. So, you know, big, huge shout out to people like, you know, Shay Maryland and, and Russ from Bossa Nova and Mac, who really saw the vision 30 or 40 years ago and purchased buildings and started to fix them up back then. But really, that was the nucleus. You know, when I came on board was Third Street, that whole area. And Broadway was more or less desolate. I mean, there were 
a shop here and there, a restaurant here and there, you know, some people that have had some longevity there. But boy, turnover was high. Uh, whole blocks were just completely abandoned and vacant. And now it is just really Broadway is the, the new frontier and the new you know area for excitement. Things are really pushing down that side of the district. Uh, Main Street, people ask us all the time what our district is. A lot of the purists think that of downtown just as the State Bell right. third area. Uh, but, you know, our, our district goes from basically the entrance to the River Road all the way down to Fast Eddie. And then all the way up to 9th Street. So the entire commercial district, that is basically what we take care of and try to uh, infuse energy into. And, and Alton's kind of an interesting city. Maybe it's not unique, but there's a lot of different names for different areas, at least going back traditionally. I mean, some people call it the Beltline, for example, <laughs> right. versus you know the Parkway. So it, it's kind of... I guess part of your job is probably trying to get rid of some of that confusion about what is downtown. Oh, that's for sure. And people come looking for my office on Main Street in Alton all the time. And Main Street is obviously not near downtown no, whatsoever. Right. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that. I mean, it's, uh, you know, when we first incorporated, our name was Alton Marketplace. But the entire program is, is a national program called Main Street America. And it was started by the National Trust for Historic Preservation, uh, fundamentally to save old buildings. You know, in the 70s and 80s, everybody fled to to the suburbs and the shopping malls and the strip malls and all of the historic downtowns all over the country started to fall into disrepair. So this is really at its heart. Our program is about saving beautiful old architecture. I mean, it was only really in the last, you know, 10 years or so when the whole Main Street versus Wall Street, uh, you know, started to come into the, the lingo right. that people now get automatically when you say Main Street, that means mom and pop shops, mm-hmm. independently owned businesses and not, not chains and franchises, that sort of thing. So it's become less of a challenge to explain to people what we do because people just kind of get the concept of Main Street more these days. Yeah, and I think, you know, with the advent of so many chain stores coming into small towns like ours or obviously the impact of a company like Amazon, um, it's it's vitally important that that consumers, I think, understand how important it is, if you can, if it's possible, to, to shop local. Talk a little bit about why that's so important to a community. Oh, it's just absolutely vital. I mean, Walmarts have basically decimated small town commerce and locally owned businesses all over the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we thankfully didn't fall into that trap in Alton. And, you know, that we just really have to recognize that small business is the absolute economic engine of the country. You know, if you think about one huge company and how many businesses or jobs, you know, that brings to people and the community. But boy, when you look at all the small businesses in mass, I mean, that is the largest employer that, that our country has. That is the engine of our economy. And we've got to support them because every time you, you know, send a, a shopper to Amazon instead of going down the street to your locally owned store, that literally takes all of the those proceeds and takes it to the headquarters across the country. That's money that we're not able to use here to fix our roads, to help our schools, to fund our library, to, you know, do everything, all the quality of life things, you know, our parks, everything that all is dependent on people shopping locally. And it's only when it's too late and we start to see the detrimental effects of not doing that, that people go, hang on, what's happening here? You know, we've got to get out in front of this and make people realize it's not that much harder. Convenience is not the end all be all. You know, if you do every Everything for the sake of convenience, you're not going to live in a, a very qual- good quality of life type of community. So, uh, absolutely, I think I read the stat today that local businesses give. Uh, on average, twice as much uh, to, to local charities and, and organizations. Oh, absolutely. Chains, so. Look on every poster around town for all the community events that yeah. are going so on. Many the logos at the bottom. Not many. Not so. 
many, if any. Yes, it is definitely. Those are the, the businesses that are sponsoring the Little League teams and that are helping put on, you know, concerts and festivals for our community to enjoy. I mean, that is really, really important. At what point did that that kind of become um, apparent to you? Was that something from a young age? Did you grow up in an entrepreneurial family? Um, But it's obviously something that seems like has has been uh, part of you for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't say that I necessarily like was brought up that way, but it was definitely when I became an adult and started to become more conscious, you know, environmentally conscious, socially conscious. I mean, all of these things are, you know, one big cycle. Mm -hmm. You got to realize how it all relates to one another. And just the more you start, paying attention and looking at these things and and studying it, you know, you really realize that shopping local is absolutely where it's at for an abundance of reasons. I think one of the the part of your role, I don't know if you've sat down and and mapped out that this is part of it, but I have always said we have a, a beautiful area, lots of assets going for us. Probably our biggest issue that we have to deal with is kind of this inferiority complex that we struggle with, you know, industry left. So what do we do now? And and kind of figuring out what our identity is. Is that something you feel like on a day to day basis? It's part of your role. Absolutely. I mean, it is funny, even the past 20 years, how we can see how everything has changed. I mean, before you can absolutely tell that the Mississippi River was not seen as an asset for, you know, the last Mm -hmm. number of generations. Everything in downtown is kind of built with its back facing the river. It's only now that everybody is starting to kind of about face and say, oh, my gosh, look at this wonderful natural resource that we have right here, you know, right for us to enjoy and not to mention the commerce that goes on, the tourism that surrounds it, um, all of the ecotourism that's going on. I mean, we have an abundance of, of, of resources that we can tap into as far as that goes. And that is what makes us the envy of all these other towns around us. You know, there's lots of great things going on in the surrounding communities, but absolutely none of them have the sweeping vista views that we have the Mississippi river, the proximity, you know, the, the marina that, you know, right. all the recreation that can happen on the river. I mean, we are just poised for an absolute renaissance. And now people are just now catching on to, you know, what we can become if we really apply ourselves to, to doing that. I, I've been lucky enough to travel a lot of parts of the country, a few parts of the world. And I've, I, I've always said to people, I said, you come back here and still one of the most beautiful stretches of road in the, in the, that I've ever seen is the river road. Yep. Absolutely. So um, <laughs> what do you think some of the biggest challenges facing our community are from a business standpoint are? Hmm. Gosh, that's a great question. I mean, really, I think people are starting to realize that it's not about competition. Mm -hmm. It's about collaboration. So many more businesses these days are starting to co-op with one another. You know, we have a bakery providing uh, desserts for this restaurant that they don't want to hire their own pastry, pastry chef, for example. A lot of businesses are actually cohabitating in the same spaces. There's a lot of different arrangements that are going on downtown where uh, people are, you know, sharing space, sharing customers, cross-promoting one another, having each other's uh, advertisements in their space so they can... I mean, there's just a real sense of community going on in downtown Alton right now. I mean, that is really the the thing that we need to overcome is that everybody's fighting for the, the a piece of the pie. We all need to work together to grow the pie as a whole so that there's more resources to go around. Really, I think our holy grail is to get the St. Louis market to take a look at Alton and realize mm-hmm. that we are really just 15, 20-minute drive away. I mean, it is you can see the arch from Alton on a clear day. <laughs> we right, need to sure. start It's not an ocean, it's a, it's a river. It right. absolutely <laughs> is, yeah. We've really been applying ourselves to reaching out to the St. Louis community. We actually gave a tour to about 30 um 
people from the Urban Land Institute last week, and that is all the developers and contractors and architects, everybody of the who's who scene in real estate in St. Louis. And they all came over and we gave them a walking tour, a three-hour walking tour of the entire downtown district to show them all the properties that were recently acquired, some of our success stories, and some of the businesses or buildings that still remain that are opportunities for development. So I think that, you know, once these... uh, planned proposals for development really start rolling, all the gaps are going to get filled in pretty quick and people are going to capitalize on this and pounce on it and say, oh my gosh, Alton really is an up and coming awesome place to be. A lot of really good things happening in in the community, obviously. Um, One of the the best things I think to happen in the last few years was the small business revolution. You were instrumental in that. What was that experience like for you? It was a whirlwind. To be quite honest, it was like a second full-time job that entire summer, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was just the shot in the arm that we really needed to, I mean, it just kind of punctuated the whole thing that a lot of us have been saying for a long time, that we really are on the upswing and have somebody from the outside of our community come in and recognize you for that. And then, you know, put us on Hulu. I mean, it was just, it's invaluable. It has been absolutely invaluable. You mentioned your mom, your mom a little bit earlier in the interview. Who have, uh, who have some of the biggest influences in your life been? Boy, biggest influences in my life. <laughs> That's a good one. Huh. I mean, I had a lot of really instrumental board members that have helped me over mm-hmm. the years. I mean, most recently, I would definitely mentioned Debbie Edelman. She was my uh, on my board of directors for six years, board president for a number of those years. She's definitely one of those solid as a rock people that I can always turn to for advice, for sure. Um, it's just been really interesting to see the evolution of who has stepped up to help lead our organization over the years. Uh, now I have Sasha Bassett as our board president, and she has been for a couple of years. And she was uh, born and raised in the area, but has lived all over the world and recently came back a few years ago to lay down roots in Alton. And it was just interesting to see her perspective of Alton through those eyes who, who, that have actually you know been around the world and lived right. in multiple countries and then come back and decide intentionally to settle back in Alton and make it the best she can. So she has really been also super instrumental in helping us, you know, figure out where our path is going to forge in the future. And and along those lines, a a new path, you guys have introduced a few new programs, a new partnership program that's relatively new. Yes, we just recently got our 501c3 charity Mm -hmm. status, which is pretty exciting for us. It's been a long time dream of ours. We've been a 501c6, if you're not familiar with the terms. It's basically what a, a business Association or Chamber of Commerce was classified under. So we've been nonprofit this whole time, but we haven't been a charity. So we mm. uh, did the long, grueling application with the IRS. It was hundreds of pages, hundreds of hours of work. Oh, and we finally got our <laughs> 501c3 designation, which means that all of the donations uh, given by just uh, any general member of the public are now tax deductible. And we have had people a number of times over the years say, you know, I want to support you guys above and beyond just buying a ticket to the chili cook-off and your random fundraisers that you put on and things. Right. So uh, we were really encouraging everyone who likes what we're doing and wants us to be able to do more of it and higher quality to uh, pitch in and become a sustaining member. We have all kinds of levels with different perks and things like that, including tickets to the chili cook-off if you become a member. So <laughs> We signed up, so we're, we're, we're big Z's partner. Um, I know another uh, project, not a new one, but something that's near and dear to your heart is the farmer's market. Oh my gosh, yeah. That has just literally exploded over the past 10 years. When, when I first came on board, it was in that little parking lot right there between Cat Daddy's and Harris's Tavern and 10 to 12 vendors every week. And now we push sometimes 80 or 90 vendors on a Saturday morning. So it has just grown by leaps and bounds. Uh, We're really, really dedicated to, you know, promoting the 
local food economy here in Alton, uh, really encouraging, you know, chefs to work with local farmers, just really encouraging everyone to meet their farmer and know where their food comes from. And it has been just a real joy to watch that culture blossom in Alton. If you haven't been to one, you should definitely go and check one out. If somebody wants to learn more about the, the organization about Main Street, where can they go? Our website is downtownalton.com, and we have an events page that will tell you all the details on there. Uh, we have a volunteer application, so if any of the things that I mentioned sparked an interest, you can definitely go and click all the boxes for the things that you're interested in, and then when that rolls around in the calendar, we'll contact you to see how you can pitch in and help. We are always looking for volunteers. Do you ever accidentally call it Marketplace anymore? Or you I do, every once in a while. I do, too. Sorry. So, <laughs> Sarah, thanks for all you do for the community, and thanks a lot for coming on Business Over. Oh, appreciate thanks it. a lot. This Thank is you. fun. <laughs> Thanks for watching the Business Over a Brew podcast. For more video of me drinking free beer with some of the Riverbend's most interesting and influential business leaders, visit AltonDailyNews.com and click on the podcast page. To enjoy a great meal with great food, great service, and great atmosphere, visit Great Rivers Tap and Grill inside the Best Western Premier in Alton. Check out some of their new menu items at GreatRiversTapAndGrill.com. 